0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Eczema Kids Podcast, and it's not just any episode, it's episode 100! Ah, I'm feeling so incredibly blessed and thankful to be able to share this time with you and for... This incredible journey of empowering parents and caregivers in supporting their little ones with eczema, I send a sincere, sincere thank you to each of you for listening and for sharing in my mission to stop childhood eczema, because every kid should feel good in the skin they're in. And today is an extra special episode because we're diving deep into a crucial aspect of eczema management that often gets overlooked, and that's not just the role of nutrition. Like People look at that a lot, especially you and i, right? We know that's like imperative, but more importantly, digestibility. And this is top of mind as my sleepy self records this because my whole family is getting over a fun little stomach bug and that includes all four of my kids and you know how that goes. That goes with some some sleepless nights and not feeling wonderful myself and While I was awake tending to my littlest, my one-year-old, I was thinking about all the nights that I've had like this in the past throughout my parenting journey. And no parent comes out without a few all-nighters, but I feel like I've had an extra dose of those nights because two of my kids had severe, severe eczema and therefore a really lackluster digestive system as exhibited by the eczema and i just wanted to tell you that this was the first time ever that my one-year-old who's almost two has had a night like this so i feel very blessed and fortunate but also i can tell it's a testament to what we've been doing has been really has been really working so today my focus is on the digestive system of our little eczema warriors because without a doubt that is compromised And a compromised digestive system can lead to impaired nutrient absorption and that results in nutrient deficiencies and a backed up lymphatic system and a whole assortment of really fun digestive issues. And all of those factors contribute to systemic inflammation, which further compromises the skin barrier and exacerbates eczema symptoms, but fear not. We are here to shed light on a crucial aspect of eczema management, and that's just making food more digestible for your little ones. So by providing highly digestible, nutrient-dense, bioavailable foods, we can support our kids in rebuilding their tissues and allowing their bodies to function as they were designed to do. So in this episode, I'll be sharing five practical ways to achieve just that. These strategies are designed to not only address the symptoms, but also work towards reversing eczema in our precious little ones. So grab a pen and paper as we delve into the essential steps you can take to provide optimal nutrition for your little eczema kids. Welcome to the Eczema Kids Podcast, your go-to source for natural healing and comfort. Are you ready to embark on a journey towards nurturing your child's healthy skin? Well, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Andrew McHugh, and we're here to make your life a whole lot easier. We've got expert insights, heartwarming stories, and practical tips to help you soothe your child's eczema naturally. Get ready for a podcast that's all about child-approved, itch-busting remedies that you can feel good about. We're talking about herbal solutions, eczema-safe nutrition, joyful parenting, and a dash of laughter along the way. Whether you're new to the world of eczema or you're a seasoned pro, this podcast is your one-stop shop for support and information. I've got your back. So grab your favorite cup of herbal tea, cozy up with your little one, and let's dive into the world of eczema because every child deserves to feel great in their skin. Let's get started. Alright, fellow parents in this eczema journey, as someone who so understands the daily challenges of watching our little ones battle with eczema, I'm genuinely thrilled to share something really close to my heart. We've just introduced a natural eczema-soothing skincare trio. It's a blend of care and love that I wish I had when my kids were struggling but here's something really, really special. When you choose any of these products or grab the entire bundle, we're offering a chance to enroll in the Clear Skin Kids course at a discounted price. It's more than just skincare that you're getting. It's about embracing a holistic approach to support our kids in their journey to clear, comfortable skin. Because every parent deserves a helping hand in every child deserves the joy of healthy skin so they can just be a kid so head to our website eczemakids.com go to the soothing skincare tab and let's navigate this path together okay so i'm really excited i am so passionate about this stuff i'm excited to talk to you about digestion today and before we dive into the ways that you can make the food that you lovingly cook for your little ones a little more digestible let's just Take a quick second to understand why digestibility is so dang important. For our little ones dealing with eczema, their tiny digestive systems often need a little bit of extra TLC. I mean, one, children's digestive systems are already at like a quarter of the strength as adults, and maybe even less so, you know, if they're younger. So I wanna make sure that the nutrients in their meals are easily absorbed, and it's really key in supporting their overall health and obviously in helping calm those really stubborn eczema symptoms as well. So I wanna get into the nitty-gritty of why and how we can make those meals work wonders for their delicate systems. First thing you can do is abide by food combination rules. And you might think, what? This is the first time I'm hearing about this. This is crazy. And I didn't hear about it until I delved into this world of eczema management and in healing my kids, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, you're really, really not supposed to eat some foods with others. And ancient medicine models, you know, have observed these laws forever. And, you know, they would take the husks off of mung beans because otherwise they weren't digestible. And same with each little grain of rice and they, soaked and prepared foods in a way that you could digest them and this is so imperative and we've completely lost that for some reason and and it's a real shame because we need to observe these rules to feel okay like if I misstep here I mean my stomach automatically starts to hurt but our little ones you know they have to grow up knowing these 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 rules and abiding by these rules and that's just again what we do like animals you know they they eat these like mono diets and that's fine because their digestive systems are like made for just that like lions are made to just eat up a straight dead animal and huge snakes can eat a whole pig but it's okay their their digestive systems are built in a way where that just the extra just comes out in their excrement But us, we eat this really variable diet. It's actually, you know, more beneficial to eat a really variable diet, and we'll talk about that more later. But you have to eat foods that that require the same sort of digestive enzymes for everything to digest completely. And this sounds crazy, but like different types of foods require different enzymes for digestion. So following food combination principles helps ensure complementary enzymes are available for efficient breakdown of nutrients. So for example, when you eat like melon and steak in the same meal, you prevent digestive enzyme release because of the internal conflict. And also certain food combinations can lead to, you know, bloating and gas, like I talked to earlier, because. When you eat foods that essentially play nice together in your stomach at one meal, at one time, it just reduces the overall stress on the entire digestive system. So like for instance, eating acidic fruits separate from starchy foods can prevent fermentation and gas production. When it comes down to it, you really want your stomach to have this optimal pH, and you, you want that to be acidic, right? You, like if you don't have enough HCL, like you can't digest your food because that, that's the entire role of the stomach, right? It's like it's like this bag that the food goes into and then it starts breaking down the proteins and food combining can help maintain an optimal pH environment for those specific types of foods and that promotes efficient protein digestion. So like when you consume proteins with non-starchy vegetables, that supports a favorable pH balance. So, proper food combinations can enhance the absorption of nutrients by preventing the interference of one food with the digestion and absorption of another. So, like if you're if you're pairing vitamin C rich foods with iron rich foods, that can improve the absorption of non-heme iron from plant sources. And like I said, the people that created these food combination rules, they understood this. They understood all of these things at a cellular level. It's just on us to abide by these rules. We don't have to recreate the real. I mean, also by responsibly combining your foods, you can help modulate blood sugar levels. And and that contributes to sustained energy and reduce the likelihood of energy crashes. But mostly supports overall digestive and metabolic health. So I talk more about the specific food combination rules like how you can actually feed your kid in episode 5 long, long, long time ago. I'll link that in the show notes if I remember, but go to episode 5 and also we go into this in depth in the in the course because again, this isn't something that we're taught or it's not how we are how we've grown up, but it's imperative for metabolic health which is health and then i'll do another follow-up episode on this topic specifically so stay tuned and next you want to cook your food cooking your food offers a lot of benefits for optimal digestion like one is enhanced nutrient availability cooking breaks down the cell walls of plants and protein structures and meats so that makes nutrients more accessible and easier for your body to absorb So this increased bioavailability of nutrients supports the body's digestive processes and also the heat from cooking partially breaks down complex carbohydrates and proteins and fats and that makes them easier for digestive enzymes to further break down during digestion and this can reduce the energy and the effort required for your body to process and extract the nutrients from the food, and that's what they need, right? They need it to be as easy as possible for them to just extract the nutrients from the food that they're taking in. And also cooking can neutralize or reduce the levels of anti-nutrients, and those are the substances that interfere with nutrient absorption, like phytic acid. So. This is why I love the Instapot so much. This is reduces the levels of lectins, of phytic acid, of other nan- anti-nutrients, and that makes the nutrients in the food that you're cooking more accessible. And obviously, of course, it also like eliminates pathogens, kills harm- harmful bacteria and parasites and other pathogens that could be present in raw food. And then, you know, you can enhance, you can put in herbs and spices and things like that in that cooking, and that enhances the flavor and the aroma of food which also makes it more digestible because then it stimulates the production of those digestive juices and enzymes you know just from smelling it and that facilitates the overall digestive process and you all know it's a fine line cooking offers a ton of benefits but you have to but if you overcook if your hamburgers are gray then that leads to nutrient loss. And it's also why I don't use a microwave. It just basically obliterates all of the nutrients inside your food. Number three, it really, really helps to eat seasonally. That supports optimal digestion and gut microbes for several reasons. One is nutrient variety. Seasonal foods offer a really diverse range of nutrients needed for overall health. So by rotating your diet with the changing seasons, you can expose your body to a variety of vitamins and minerals and antioxidants, which Super positively impacts digestion and supports a balanced gut microbiome, right? And it also helps with microbial diversity, like different seasons bring out variations in temperature and environmental conditions, and that influences the types of foods that are available. So, by consuming a variety of seasonal fruits and vegetables and other foods like grains, all of it, it introduces diverse fibers and compounds to your diet. So, this diversity can promote a rich array of gut microbes, contributing to a more balanced and resilient microbiome. And, and therein lies where your health comes from. And Seasonal foods are fresher. They're more nutrient rich because they're harvested at their peak of freshness. And that means they maintain like higher levels of nutrients. So fresher produce contains more enzymes, which can aid in digestion and a richer nutrient profile and can provide the necessary building blocks for a healthy gut. And eating with the seasons also aligns with natural cycles, and that allows your body to adapt to the available foods and the environmental conditions. So this can enhance the body's overall ability to digest and assimilate nutrients effectively, and it also really helps with sleep. Like, this is plugging in to the environment that we are living in. Everyone is affected by the environment that they lived in, and I've talked about this a lot in former episodes as well, but we can't ignore this really, really important fact that We are a part of the environment that we live in and it very much affects us even though we can temperature control our houses. Thank goodness it is so cold (laughs) here today. It's like negative five. It's so cold. But if we're eating watermelon in this negative five degree weather that's a cooling food, it just doesn't sit right with our bodies and it affects the entire ecosystem really. So if I haven't sold you yet, the reasons to eat seasonally, it provides a diverse range of nutrients. It supports the microbial diversity in your gut and aligns with natural rhythms. It's worth it, but don't be overwhelmed. I know, I know once you get something in your kid's diet that they don't seem to be reacting to and that they will eat. I know, I know it's hard, but don't be overwhelmed. There are three plug and play seasonal diets within the Clear Skin Kids course. These aren't hard to cook. It's not about spending more time in the kitchen. And these are all meals that I feed my family that can do as a homeschooling working mom of four children it's not about spending a lot of time in the kitchen it's making the time in that kitchen count and number four eating seasonally really goes hand in hand with eating fresh foods that's what's beneficial for optimal digestion because of the extra nutrients and enzymes and and a concept often associated with fresh foods is, is like prana or life force and basically in some traditional systems like Ayurveda or TCM, there's a belief in the concept that the life force or the vital energy inherent in fresh living foods, that idea that like consuming foods with high prana contributes to overall vitality and well-being. So fresh foods like fruits and vegetables and lean proteins are rich in essential nutrients and they play a pivotal role in supporting the digestive process and aiding the breakdown of food and ensuring proper absorption of nutrients in the body. And fresh foods also contain natural enzymes that contribute to the digestive process and enzymes help break down complex food molecules into smaller more easily absorbable components and they also have more hydration in them fresh foods like they have a higher water content and proper hydration is really essential in maintaining that mucosal lining of the digestive tract and promotes smooth digestion and prevents you know issues like constipation and I'm my kids have really struggled with this the ones that had eczema right because of their struggling digestive issues so I have I have episodes in the past that also focus on this. And we dive into this more in the course as well, like things you can do once your kid is having digestive struggles to the point of like severe constipation and what you can do. And this doesn't mean you can't eat leftovers. I eat leftovers almost exclusively, personally, but I use the word fresh interchangeably with like non processed and cooked within 48 hours. And then you're also gonna to wanna to eat anti-inflammatory foods. Those can benefit digestion and promotes a healthier gut environment and reduces inflammation in the gastrointestinal tract. Cause you know, chronic inflammation in the digestive system, that's how we get digestive disorders and that's how we get eczema. Anti-inflammatory foods contain compounds that can help mitigate inflammation in the body including the digestive system. So by consuming foods with anti-inflammatory properties like herbs and non-spicy spices you can reduce the inflammation and work towards alleviating symptoms and it also helps balance the microbiome anti-inflammatory foods particularly those high in fiber and rich in plant-based nutrients they support the growth of beneficial bacteria in the gut and a balanced and diverse microbiome contributes to proper digestion and nutrient absorption and the synthesis of a lot of vitamins you know and anti-inflammatory foods are essentially all whole foods fruits and vegetables fish nuts and seeds whole grains herbs and spices there's quite a lot. You all know what anti-inflammatory foods include. Basically anything that that can be grown or is roaming the earth. It's quite a diverse array and you can obviously eat those seasonally and cook them properly and combine them properly and you will catapult your child's chance of reversing this condition like 10,000 fold. So in wrapping up our episode on supporting the digestion in our little ones with eczema, you've all taken the first step, which is nourishing those tiny tummies with love and care. But if you can keep in mind the seasonal eating of diverse fresh foods that are combined properly and cooked and spiced with anti-inflammatory spices, you will see results, you really, really will. And that is what eating to heal is all about. It's not about avoidance. That's not what it's about, it's about what to include and how to include this diverse range of foods in your little one's diets. So my goal here was to give you the know-how and also just the practical steps to ease digestion for our precious kiddos. So let's embark on this journey together, armed with knowledge and compassion, and we will work towards giving our little ones the digestive support that they deserve because truly, truly you are what you digest. Thanks again, friends. Thanks for being a parent who is Present who's really, really there for their kids, who who wants to be a better parent each and every day. If I can make that look a little bit swifter and easier for you, email me support at xmakids.com. Go to my website. There's tons of resources there. Thanks again for s- celebrating with me. This 100th episode is so exciting, and I will talk to you all next Tuesday. Take care. You're doing amazing. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Eczema Kids Podcast. We hope you found valuable insights and support for your child's eczema journey. Remember, you're not alone in this and our community is here to help. Join our Facebook group, Eczema Solutions for Kids, to connect with other parents, share experiences, and discover natural healing strategies. And if you enjoyed today's episode and want to help other parents find comfort and solutions for their kids, please take a moment to leave a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback makes a huge impact and spreads awareness about our mission. Stay tuned for more empowering conversations, expert advice, and stories of triumph over eczema. Together, we can create a supportive network and make a positive difference in the lives of eczema families everywhere. Thank you for being a part of the eczema kids podcast community. And until next time, take care and be well.